Good morning, loves! 2024, let's do this! If you're new here, welcome to the Self-Healing Podcast. A podcast helping you thrive through your healing journey. I am Lue and I'm your guide through this journey. Follow me on Instagram and TikTok on L-L-A-L-A-L-O-E for daily affirmations, meditations, DIYs, body positivity and so much more. And shop my earth-friendly, size-inclusive and gender-inclusive tropical feel-good brand Lalaloe Mind Body Soul at llalaloe.company.site. I am excited for this year. I've just launched my business. I will have a bigger presence on social media again, posting each day now that the dog days are over. And I have so big visions for the future that I am excited to make reality. This is going to be a big year for me, but also for the podcast. And I can't wait for all of the topics that will be brought up this year. Some of which are how to heal your abandonment wounds and feelings of lack spiritual sects and cults, what auras, energy and chakras are, and if it is a bad thing if your daughter only has guy friends. And I can say right away that it's not, so don't worry. I have received so many questions from you recently regarding so many topics that you would like me to discuss and dive deeper into, and I can't wait. So it's an interesting season ahead here in the podcast, and I hope that you are as excited as I am. Now to today's topic. Today's episode is partially a listener's question, but it is also very much tied to the last season's episodes regarding self-love and most of all regarding nudity. Why being naked is not something sexual and how important it is to keep it as such. Now, the question I will answer today is how have I not become more fucked up in this department? How have I managed to keep a healthy view on what being naked is? And did I grow up this way, or is it something that I have had to work hard to get back to? First of all, thank you for your question. Let's dive in. I hear it's calling again Okay, so being naked is one of the few natural things that society has not managed to fuck up for me. So getting back to having a healthy view on nudity is not something that I really had to work on. I have the privilege of having grown up in an atheist slash agnostic Scandi family. So I never really thought of nudity as a big deal until meeting people who grew up with religious shame. If you are working to dissolve this shame and to get back to a more natural and relaxed state regarding your own body and your birth form, I applaud you. I personally have no idea how hard that is, but I want you to know that I am very proud of you because I can see on many of my friends' journeys that this is a struggle and something that they are really working hard on multiple levels to dissolve. Kudos to you for wanting something better for yourself and leaving shame behind no matter what. Now, what was my relationship to nudity growing up in a Scandi family? I am part-time from an island. On islands, people tend to bathe naked in most parts of the world. 
And my island was no exception. If you bathed in the ocean before nine in the morning, you had to. Not bathing naked was frowned upon. My whole family bathed naked all the time and so did all of my relatives and all of the rest of the people on the island. If anything, tourists sometimes chose to wear swimwear, but more often than not joined in with the locals and chose to go with the island's tradition and bathe naked as well. And a question I've gotten many, many times is, so you have seen your entire family's weenies? Oh yes, I have, but I really don't understand what the big deal is. Being naked is not something sexual. It is something natural. And yeah, while you can choose to be sexual while being naked, that does not mean that being naked is a sexual thing, okay? Okay. If you are from Sweden, it is more of a rule than an exception that you have bathed naked with your friends, have at least one Facebook friend that has a profile pic of him with naked butt cheeks on the top of a snowy mountain while also wearing skis or a snowboard, and he is probably named Carl. And that you often walk around naked in your house, because yeah, that is how we live, no big deal. And by law, you are technically allowed to walk naked in your own garden as long as it is your own property and no one is allowed to give a fuck. In Scandinavia, you often see naked bodies and by law you have the right to bathe naked anywhere in Sweden as long as there is not a sign saying that you can't, for example, at the local pool. Many saunas are shared and everyone, no matter sex, can sit there in the nude. And to us, it's not that big of a deal. If you don't want to join in, you just don't. The last thing you would do is to ask the other people in the sauna to get dressed though, because that is incredibly rude. And I think that is part of the Scandi autonomy. We hate anything but independence. And most of all, being told what to do. In our movies, you see boobs and butts all the time. And often penises as well. And there would be no use in censoring them, because literally no one cares. It's just a boob, a butt or a penis. It's not like it's something we haven't seen before. And in fact, this is connected to lower sexual crime rates. Because violating someone's body or taking advantage of someone is something you are more prone to do if you don't regularly see naked bodies. If you are used to seeing naked bodies, a naked body is nothing more than a naked body. Not something sexual. People who seldom see naked bodies get more easily aroused once they see one as well and have a harder time controlling their primal urges. However, if you see naked bodies all the time, as is our natural state and how we lived at the savannah, you have a clear social, physical and mental divider between being naked and acting in a sexual manner. Nudity here in the north is something asexual. Which is what nudity was to begin with. No other species identify sexuality with lack of clothes. Especially since we humans are the first species to believe that we need clothes in the first place. But furthermore, this shows how nudity being something sexual is an entirely social construct, rather than a scientific fact. Scientifically, there is no correlation whatsoever. We made it up ourselves. In fact, it is very hard to find a country that thinks it has any correlation whatsoever that is not religious. And most of all, Abrahamic. 
So this nudity shame is very much centered in Abrahamic religion. The next time you feel this deep shame and feel like everyone around you shares these beliefs, remember that most of the world don't. And in fact, find this enforced shame preposterous. If you want to know more about the religious shame regarding nudity, listen to LQ number 2, self-love. Being naked is not something sexual, say it over and over and over again until you start to relax. Now, if you need a deeper dive into this, to further dissolve the conditioning that forces a correlation between nudity and sexuality, let's dive. Have you ever wondered why your kids never wanted to put clothes on their dolls before they learned that clothes are something they are supposed to like? Well, that is mostly because clothes are still something unnatural to our primal bodies and brains that we have not wrapped our heads around yet. Learn more about that in the previous episode to this one, episode 65, How to be Naked. Kids often want their dolls to be naked because it feels safe to them. Seeing skin feels safe to us. Being close to our parents and being held by our parents with skin contact is crucial for forming our connection with our caregivers as infants. It's the most natural thing to us. And it is the first thing we experience after being born. Our mother holds us against her chest, heart to heart and skin to skin. It is a natural primal instinct, crucial for our survival, therefore seeing skin makes us calm. That is why your kids may seem at ease when they have undressed their dolls. It also represents freedom. Which kid have ever wanted to get dressed as long as they did not find the clothes super cool or pretty? They will often literally climb the walls to get to run free, and they undress themselves at any time and everywhere. Literally, because that is what is natural to us. Kids see nothing wrong, shameful, or unnatural in being naked. Simply because being naked is not wrong, shameful, or unnatural. And again, the only time being naked is actually wrong is when we impose it on someone in a sexual context that they did not ask for. Any other time, as with children, it is just an expression of being free in our most natural way. If we somehow mix up sexuality and nudity, and especially in combination with children, we need to take a good look in the mirror and ask ourselves how we manage to wire our brains in such an unnatural way. For example, I have heard of moms drawing underwear on their kids' Barbies, as they think that there is something deeply wrong with their children for wanting to leave their Barbies undressed. What? Why? And how did those moms jump to the conclusion of a Barbie being anything sexual? If you happen to have these feelings and have yet to resolve them, please do your best to not impose them on your kids. Sex and kids should not be in the same sentence as long as it does not refer to having sex to make children or having sex while trying not to make children. Other than that, no. Let's not damage our kids by adding sexual context where there is none and add rules around nudity that will later cause our kids to feel shame and confusion. 
and that will complicate their sexual awakening and finding of their own sexuality in the future. People who had parents who were shameful about being naked and linked sexuality with nudity also experience less self-love, less sexual satisfaction, and have less healthy relationships in their adult life than people who had parents who did not link sexuality with nudity and never placed any shame on either. The former group tend to like their bodies less, which we have learned a lot about in previous self-love episodes. And that's awful! We don't want to ruin our kids' views on their bodies, right? People who spent more time naked like their bodies more, rate their quality of life as higher, rate their relationships as better, have a better sex life with themselves and with their partners slash partners, have more open and honest communication, have lower risk of divorce, have a better mental health and are less prone to disease. If the last part is about chemicals and toxins in fabrics, or if it is because we impose less stress and strain on our nervous system by being naked and having a healthy relationship with our bodies is debatable. To increase self-love and body neutrality and deprogram our conditioning regarding body image, being naked is a game changer. During meditation, it is a common practice to meditate without clothes or semi-clothes. This increases your chances of staying in the present moment, as we can feel the breeze and the sun on our skin as we are supposed to. Which helps us stay in a mindful state, tuned in with our bodies. Okay, let's sum it up. If we link sexuality and nudity, we need to not impose that view on our kids for their physical, emotional, and mental health. If we see nakedness linked to children as something potentially sexual in any context, we definitely need to go get some help to figure out how not to. And here you may think, what about pedophiles? Well, it's the same thing with all sexual crimes. If people saw more naked bodies, there would be less sexual crimes, and people would be better at not acting on their impulses. The more we blame the victims, and the more clothes we put on, the more this type of crime increases. So, when we dress our kids from top to toe at the beach, thinking we are protecting our children, we are statistically part of the problem creating a more unsafe world for them. That is not a fun fact to know, I know, but it is what it is. The only thing we can do is to learn from it and do better. The best thing you can do statistically for your kid is to let them run free, but know where they are at all times, and teach them how to communicate openly and without shame if something happens. Okay, people who grew up with parents who are not linking nudity to shame or sexuality grow up with a stronger self-image, like their bodies more, and have a healthier sex life and relationships as adults. And yeah, that is all. I am very grateful for having grown up in a part of society that in this aspect is very chill and relaxed. That has been a massive blessing so far especially since having also experienced eating disorders. 
Whenever you fall back into your conditioning, remember that nudity is not something sexual and you are doing some pretty awesome work trying to dissolve that belief. Good on you! Remember to celebrate this win and that you should be extremely proud of yourself. And that is all for today. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Self-Healing Podcast. A podcast helping you thrive through your healing journey. And while waiting for the next one, listen to the previous episodes and go shop our earth-friendly, size-inclusive and gender-inclusive tropical feel-good brand, Lalaloe Mind Body Soul, at lalaloe.company.site. I wish you a great day today, loves, and I'll see you next Friday. Bye!